Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Welcome back to Talking Baseball with Bill Lasky and my guest today. Of course, he's the real Luis Gonzalez of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Of course, a five-time All-Star World Series champion. Arizona Diamondbacks retired his number 20, and now he was a special assistant to the president. Let's welcome in Luis Gonzalez. How are you, pal? Good, Bill. How you doing? I'm doing great, Gonzo. Last time you were in San Francisco, you did a little TV work. And you got to meet the other Lewis Gonzalez from here from the San Francisco Giants. How was that meeting? <laughs> it was pretty cool because, uh, you know, knowing that he uh, he was born in Emilcillo, Mexico, and then had been living in Tucson, and uh, that's where we spring trained. So it was kind of funny and unique to, uh, to finally meet <laughs> up with the other guy who's actually in the big leagues and has the same name as yours. So it's He's a he's a great kid, a great player. He's been doing extremely well for the Giants, and uh, I'm happy to see that he's playing well. Well, on the other side, he was a joy. He he talked to me about that. I talked to him briefly about it. He was so excited to meet you, and, of course, he followed your career with the Diamondbacks. So uh, I thought that was just a cool picture. I saw a couple things from him, and uh, I just thought that's a great relationship just to build with you. It is, and I obviously keep up with him because I want him to do well, And uh, except for when he's in the D-backs, of course, because <laughs> we're in the same division. But, you know, he's a good kid, and, and you always want good guys to do well, and uh, he seems like a genuine guy. He plays hard every day, which is what I try to do when I was out there, and it seems like uh, a lot of the fans really enjoy watching him play, and he brings it every single day. He sure does, and uh, typical Gonzalez-like, like you are, he goes the opposite way with it very fluently from a left-hand stand. And I tell you what, he plays great defense, and uh, you you have to be happy with the Gonzalez here following your steps in the Arizona way, the way you played. But let's get to the Diamondbacks a little bit. A four-game series coming up here this week, Monday through Thursday. Uh, Diamondbacks are playing very well going into the Colorado series this weekend. Uh, but, again, tell me a little bit about what's going on with the D-backs, and uh, they've been playing very well since the All-Star break. They are, and I think uh, what's important is uh, they started to let the young kids play a little bit, and they're starting to, to find their niche and their groove. Uh, we've got a new pitcher that we added into our rotation in Henry, a left-hander, uh, that we got a few years back in the draft out of Michigan. So he's doing well, and, of course, you know, some of our other starters – you know, Gallon and Bumgarner and those guys, they're going to be the steady eddies in the rotation. But, you know, we, we've got some great young players. Rojas is playing well at third. Mm-hmm. We've got Perdomo at short. And then, again, our outfield is, you know, all the young guns. We kind of traded Peralta away to the Rays in, in Tampa. So uh, it's given an opportunity for some of our younger guys. And we have uh, one of the top prospects in all of baseball sitting in AAA right now, which will probably you guys – in San Francisco, get an opportunity to see him. I'm sure he'll be up in September uh, in a lot of those games against the Giants because he's doing extremely well. He went from double A to triple A, and he seems to have handled that well. So it's only a matter of time before we see him up here in the big leagues. 
And you're absolutely right. Ten games left with the Diamondbacks and the Giants. And right now, the Diamondbacks are playing extremely well, a few games behind the Giants, and very much so climbing the ladder to see what you guys can do. And uh, the way you're playing, what was the reason why Peralta was traded? And uh, some of your thoughts on that trade. Well, I think for us, we just have an overabundance of left-handed hitting outfielders. And Peralta was a great player for us for so many years. But when you have young prospects and you know uh, you know, this year we weren't going to make a, a run at uh, winning our division, and we saw that already early, you know, with the, you know, having to leapfrog three other teams in the Giants, the Padres, and the Dodgers that, uh, you know, we just felt like it was a matter of time before we start letting some of these young guys go out there and play and start finding their way in the major leagues and making these adjustments. So hopefully next year when the time comes around, they've got a lot of experience under their belt and they start to play well. So, I mean, it's it's fun, you know, going out there looking. Alec Thomas is going to be a front-line mm-hmm. uh, gold glover out there. He's handled center field extremely well. Uh, Varsho has done a fantastic job for us in right field, which I feel like he should be in left field eventually. And then again, and you have the youngster in Corbin Carroll who's going to be coming up real soon, I think. Uh, and that's going to be three young, bright star outfielders that we think should be around for a long time. Well, I tell you, the guy in right field, I just really like Dalton Varso. I mean, he has played extremely well against the Giants, of course. Uh, 16 home runs this year, hitting 240, driving in 55 as we're talking right now before the weekend against Colorado. Uh, what is he is what is he has improved on? I mean, he's been a good hitter, but I just think he's just got a little more pop in his swing, maybe the swing path's a little quicker. He does. I think he surprised a lot of people with his power because you look at his size, and not only that, but he can run the base as well. He's got good speed. Um, you know, he's kind of that sneaky, fast guy. You see him on base, and you don't expect him to run, especially when we had him catching earlier in the year. I think we saved his legs a lot now by, uh, you know, having Carson Kelly coming back from the injured list and being able to catch now on a steady basis. And uh, it's really helped him a lot. And, and I, not only that, but I think, and you know, Bill, when, when you're a young player, uh, once your manager turns you loose and you know you're in the lineup each and every day, that confidence starts to build. You're not coming into the locker room every day kind of peeking at the lineup card to see if you're playing. Once they turn over the keys to you and tell you to go ahead and drive the car, you have that confidence built up, and you know you can just go out there and, and let it all hang out. And I think that's what's happening to him right now. Gonzo joining us on Talking Baseball, Luis Gonzalez of the Arizona Diamondbacks, a player who I've always loved watching is Christian Walker, your first baseman, hitting with power this year, 26 home runs, driving the ball very well, batting average down, but I don't think nowadays we think about batting average as much as hitting the ball out of the ballpark. Tell me your thoughts a little bit about him throughout the year because he's been steady most of the year, playing decent first base, but his power numbers are up. Yeah, it really has. I mean, you look at his numbers, like you said, he's only hitting about 210, 212, somewhere in there. But his home runs have really jumped up. And what he's really worked extremely hard on in the offseason is his defense. He's played extremely well defensively. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a worker every day. And I think uh, what might have hurt him a little bit, he got tired for a little bit there, I think, because of the simple fact Marte got hurt. We were DHing him a lot and not giving – you know, other guys on the field, a chance for them to get off their feet once in a while, but keep their bats in the lineup. And, and uh, you know, he was having to play every single day. And he answers the bell, man. He's ready to go each and every day. 
And like you said, Laska, it's it's not about his batting average right now. He's he's kind of been that leader on the field, and he's able to to put up some big numbers for us offensively, and that's really helped his home runs jump up this year. I'm glad you brought Marte up because he's been in and out of lineup. He's back in now, of course, a couple minor injuries, but he's hung in there. Big contract over the uh, past uh, season. Um, is he somebody that you're building the club around? Because he's definitely that spark plug. Well, he is. I mean, when he's a healthy player, he's one of the best in the game. And I think for him right now, I think he's lingering right around 260. His home run numbers have been down a little bit. He's had some nagging leg injuries and things like that. And, uh, scuffled a little bit defensively on some plays, but um, you know he's working hard and he's another guy. He just he's ready to go each and every day, and he's had to DH a little bit more than probably what the organization has wanted him to, because uh, we'd like to see him out on the field because he provides a lot of spark and energy when he's out there on the field. But uh, you know, with him, you know, being hurt, it's given us a chance to to bring up some other young players and have them play a little bit of second base and move around a little bit, second and short, and. And, uh, you know, he's, he's an impact guy when he's 100%. You know, being in a front office, when you look at numbers and you're looking at individual stats, when you look at team numbers, and, and at the end of the year you probably do it uh, occasionally now going up to it to see how you improve on. When you're looking at, like, at a team average, and, and right now it's like around 230, um, you're up in runs, you're close to 500 runs. On the offensive side, when you sit down in the offseason, or when you're looking at team numbers, is this something you center on where we have to get better at this or do we have to get better players to make this happen? How do you assess that? I think it's more, you know, we have a lot of young players and they're uh, free swingers a little bit. And I think sometimes, uh, I think they, you know, when, when in our generation, and I hate to say that because a lot of people go, oh, God, here he goes back to the old school <laughs> yeah. days. But, you know, there was less strikeouts, more putting the ball in play, and more of a game plan when you went up there. I mean, guys knew how to hit the ball the other way. They knew how to uh, to move runners over when they had to and different things like that. And I, and I think that comes down to kind of players knowing their role on the team. I mean, everybody in the big leagues now throws 90-plus miles an hour. That's no secret. But at the same time, you have to have a game plan when you're going up there. You, you can't just go up there and free swing and expect to go up there and put good numbers up each and every time. you got to know the pitcher's strengths and weaknesses. And, and it kind of baffles me a little bit because of the simple fact that they have so much information. Sometimes right. it may be uh, a little too much. Uh, I still rely on the human element of the game of you know what the guy knows and, and what kind of uh, knowledge that he brings to the game. And, and and you have to play on your instincts sometimes, too. You can't rely all the time on the card. you got to go out there and figure out, okay, what does Bill have good on that day? Is his breaking ball good? Is fastball? Whatever. And then you have to make adjustments, too. Just as he's trying to get you out, you have to try to figure them out, too, to try to get those base hits and bring those runners in. Boy, that's so, that's a great assessment right there. It's always the eye test, how it feels during the game. Well, absolutely, and, it, and I think – yeah. I, I think those are the guys that stick around for a long time. I mean, you you always see the guys that, you know, put up the whopping numbers and then all of a sudden they get to the big leagues and you go, oh, oh wait a minute. And that's mm-hmm. because the guys up at the next level are, you know, they make those adjustments a little bit better. And the guys that stick around, you don't see the guys playing anymore 15, 20 years. There's so much right. change right now in the game. Um, even, you know, you guys, the Giants, the, the Diamondbacks, 
you see everybody, you know, there's, there's only a handful of guys on the team. Other than that, everybody's kind of switching every year, year to year, bringing in new guys and trying to figure out what chemistry mix works uh, in the locker room and, and what works out there on the field to bring a winning team together. And you, know, you you talk about that, and it's so sincere, and it's so true. And and your manager Tori Lavella, who's been there since 2017, gets it because he continues to come back. And so many people, oh, let's fire Tori, but I think he gets what you're saying because he does make great mid-game, in-game decisions that really prosper for the D-backs. And you're starting to see this with younger players, runners going from first to third, overthrows where pitchers are backing up. The basic things. That in baseball you guys are definitely getting better at the second half of the year yeah there's no doubt I mean there was a lot of mistakes early in the year and guys Mm -hmm. you know we always try to tell guys to stay in your lane don't try to do too much or you know if you're not swinging the bat well don't try to make the fantastic play on the field where it's going to be a routine play you know what I mean it just uh, I think young players tend to uh, try to overdo it out there and do more than what they're capable of doing instead of just staying in their lane and just playing the game the right way and just doing the little things that are going to help your team win, and that's what creates a good team bond and a good atmosphere for winning baseball. Well, it's going to be a good 10-game stretch with the Diamondbacks and the Giants. Looking forward to it, a four-game series coming up this week. It's always great catching up with you, Luis Gonzalez. Continued success, my friend. You got it, buddy. Great talking to you, Bill. Thank you. That was Lewis Gonzalez on Talking Baseball. More coming up right here on KNBR, the sports leader. Dignity Health here, official health care provider of the San Francisco Giants. Winning is always a team sport, powered by great, dedicated fans. When everyone is all in, magic happens at the ballpark. When it comes to health care, the Dignity Health team at Dominican Hospital is all in, too. Every day, the healthcare professionals at Dominican Hospital in Santa Cruz are ready to deliver exceptional, compassionate care to you and your family. Dignity Health. Hello, human kindness.